You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we are going to look at the linebacking group on the Boston College football team. But today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Viably low prices, amazing selection, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Let's jump into talking about the news of the day. And there really was, it was a quiet day for Boston College sports. There was some recruiting news. And as I always like to say every now and then, uh, check out bcbulletin.com and become a premier member. It's only $1 for that first month. And you get access to all the great sites on SI. You get at delivery of a electronic copy of Sports Illustrated, you're going to get insider recruiting news, and you get me. And I've been covering recruiting really well, I think, of late. So if you want to get some insider information, check out BC Bulletin on recruiting. The piece I wanted to talk about today in the news had to do with a piece that came out of David Teal of the Richmond Times. He interviewed um, new ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips Earlier this week, you know, Jim Phillips has been going around to all the different schools. He was at Boston College a couple weeks ago. Now he was at Virginia, and David Teal got to hear it. And one of the things that popped up was that Teal said that Jim Phillips mentioned that the hope for the ACC is that a deal between ESPN slash Disney and Comcast Xfinity will be done by September. Meaning that for all of you folks out there that haven't had the ACC network, you're going to get it for football season. Now, that's big news because, oh my gosh, for the last two years, every time I put up a how to watch and it's the ACC network, I get flooded with people that do not have it. And I get it and I've, I've understood it. I know some people are stuck in their contracts. Other people, I'm like, you, you know you can drop. They don't like own you. You can drop them. Um, but I get it. So I'm glad to see that uh, you know Comcast is the second biggest cable provider in the country and now those customers will also get the acc network and that's good for the conference i you know you need to figure that out you need to hammer that out so that you can get more people on board with that so you know for all you folks out there that haven't been able to get the acc network you're gonna be in luck and just just as a reminder too it's not just the acc network which is nice you get television and whatnot but remember that acc network extra is actually like a really great like feature to go on along with it. With that, you can watch like anything. Like you know, when BC baseball is playing, it's usually on ESP on ACC Network Extra. That would be on your computer. It's super simple to sign up, and if you have cable, it's all included in that. So you can just you just put in your password to Comcast or you know YouTube TV or whatever you have, and boom, you get all those extra games. And it's usually like some of the smaller sports. You usually don't see like you know BC football on there, but you'll get like you know BC baseball you know women's lacrosse things like that if that's something that you're looking for so i think it's a great deal and i hopefully it will go through um before the start of the football season those of you that have listened to our um our discussion last week about bc traditions i got another email and i wanted to read it since there wasn't a lot of news in boston college world uh, today that's worth talking about on the on the podcast 
Uh, John emailed me. Hey, AJ, I to agree totally about Sweet Caroline. It doesn't belong in a BC game. Just the opening verse with It Was in the Spring. This is a tired Red Sox tradition. Amen, John. I would like to see a huge eagle with massive wings come onto the field before the game. It could be on top of some Land Rover or Humvee. I like the excitement of the Virginia Cavalier, the Wake's Demon Deacon on a motorcycle, the Longhorn, USD Spartan, etc. BC could have something like Alabama's Elephant, only an eagle. I love the idea of giving all the super fan t-shirts who arrive no later than 15 minutes before game time. How about a tradition of everyone getting in their seat on time? It looks awful on TV to see the stadium only half full at opening kickoff. I would like to see a special promotion for the Colgate game to fill the stands for the opening game. Do you have any insight on whether the college is due to increase attendance? We have the first college fight song. I'd love to have Dropkick Murphys at some games. Also, BC Plays Dropkick's version for Boston over the loudspeakers, bagpipes and all. I'd love to have the Dropkicks at the start of a BC game. How about We Are BC Strong? Well, that's my idea. So there's a lot there. So let's look at it. You know what, John? Like, I love the idea. <laughs> Just to see it, it would be really cool. I, I don't know if it would be great, good or not, but like a giant eagle coming in at uh, Alumni Stadium on some sort of vehicle, sign me up for that. I, I mean, I like spectacles, so 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 that sounds cool to me. Um, it may be ridiculous, but um, hey, I'm the guy that used to love Baldwin Jr., the inflatable uh, eagle as well. So I like that. Um, how about everyone getting to their seats on time? That's a that's a tricky one because I think that's an issue across the, the nation, and I don't know if Boston College will ever fix that. Now, what I love, and I don't know if they'd ever be able to get that, is the Dropkick Murphys. Now, that would have to be, you know, say Boston College next year is like top 10 and they're playing Clemson or something at home. Uh, you get to Dropkick Murphys to come play that game because it's like a night game and, you know, national TV, maybe college game day or something like that. You'd have to have, like, all the stars aligned for that to happen. And I don't see it happening right now, but, hey, I'm not the biggest Mur Dropkick Murphys fan. I, I appreciate their music. I just, it's just not my style. I can listen to, like, one or two songs before I get tired of them. But, you know, if they were to play at a game at the beginning of a game, sign me up. That'd be a lot of fun. So, uh, John, thank you for your email. I thought that was just a little fun thing to kind of end this news segment. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the linebacking group. One of the biggest question marks heading into 2021. But let's uh, look at rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing any work on your car? Are you willing to spend 30 to 50 or 100% more to go shop at another uh, store? Then you probably don't want rockauto.com. But if you want to save money, head on over to rockauto.com, who is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. If you head on over to rockauto.com, you can shop for anything, whether it's engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, you name it, they have it. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Please check out my work on that website. Make sure to hit the subscribe button for this podcast as well. You want to make sure you get all of our new episodes. We're going to be talking about BC football throughout the summer. We'll talk about BC athletics, any news that's breaking. You're not going to want to miss it. It's a daily BC podcast, 20 to 25 minutes. You're not going to beat that. And I can tell you, we are the only podcast that does this for Boston College every single day. Now, let's jump in and talk linebackers. So, the way that we're going to do this, in this segment, we're going to talk about the 2020 season for the linebacking group. And then we're going to move into 2021. And I think it's going to be two different conversations here because I think 
when you're thinking about the linebackers, the position has changed since 2020. Now you look at what 2020 brought, right? And it was a it was a crazy year in general, obviously because of COVID. But you also, you know, you brought in and you you had, excuse me, Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie as your two key linebackers. You also had John Lamont out there. John Lamont was your third linebacker. But look a little deeper too. Boston College's linebacking group was incredibly thin, right? You didn't have uh, Vinny De Palma. He was out for the year. You didn't have Joe Sparacio. He was out for the year. So two of your, what I would assume it, with that with the depth that they had last year, two of the linebackers that would have backed up those, two, uh, you know, Richardson and McDuffie were out. And and you could say what you will, you know, they may not have been, at, you know, it would have been a, probably a big drop-off between Richardson and those guys. But you like to have that depth. They did not have that. But when you look at the two linebackers that started, you had, you know, Max Richardson, who was a leader on that defense. There's no question about that. He's a, he's a smart player. He was, you know, one of the more uh, consistent players on in the linebacking group. And, you know, he's not a guy that gets beat. He also, you know, to be fair to Richardson, I didn't see him as a guy that was um, overly like, you know, he wasn't explosive. He had plays here and there. You know, that big play against Pitt, I think about him and that sack that he had with Max Roberts. That was huge. But he wasn't like a game changer. He's not a guy that took over games. He would make his plays and, you know, here and there, he'd make a good play. The bigger problem with Richardson, and we'll get into McDuffie too, was he's a, as we said last week with uh, Mitch Wolf on the on the show, he's a he was probably a step too slow when you're looking at how he attacked mobile quarterbacks. Because when you have a mobile quarterback back there and you're playing, they're playing option or you know RPO. It's all about gap integrity, and, and but it's a little bit about speed too. And it seemed like Richardson always was a step behind on those th- on those plays. So that was a big issue because Boston College really struggled against mobile quarterbacks, and both linebackers had their issues with that. Now, when you look at McDuffie, I think of him more of as an explosive linebacker than I did with Richardson, hence probably why he ended up being a sixth-round draft pick. Uh, now, he, he you know he's a motor guy. He's a guy that just flies all over the field. Uh, he makes plays. Now, the big issue with McDuffie that we saw last year was he was instinctual, but sometimes his instincts were not... 100% correct. And he would get burned, he would have to, you know, take the wrong route, he'd get juked out of his you know, his you know, out of his shoes or he'd make a bad a bad read. That happened. And the combination of that and Richardson being maybe a step too slow, you know, I think put the linebacking group at like almost like a subpar what what you would what you would hope for. Now they made a ton of plays. And so I don't want to say that they were bad because they definitely were not. There's just like you just needed, you know, if if BC is going to take that next step to get that defense to the next level, they needed the linebackers to get there. And I don't think McDuffie and, and Richardson were able to do that. And I think because I think their system that what they play in, they were they they were able to do what Halfley asked. But I think Halfley will look for linebackers that are a little bit of a different breed, and we're going to get into that in the final segment. Uh, but, you know, with McDuffie, you know, you saw him make mistakes. He had a couple games where he made a lot of, you know, he's a very um, emotional player out there, and he had a couple personal fouls that I thought 
Um, he probably should have chilled out a little bit on. <laughs> um, but you know, in in the end, you had basically two linebackers play the whole season. Lamott played here and there. You know, I think McDuffie got banged up at one point, and Lamott came in. Lamott, you know, was not the right fit for this defense. I'm surprised he didn't go someplace else after this year. You know. With, you know, he, he gets a free year of eligibility. Maybe find a program where he can have one more good year. Because I liked what Lamont was able to do. I believe he came in as a safety. Um, and he moved over to linebacker. and just He just wasn't as effective. Now, in a moment, we're going to look at the 2021 linebacking group. Because Lamont, Richardson, and McDuffie are all gone. And so there's been a big change. And we're going to talk about what that change could look like. But let's also, we're going to look at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can bet all on BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head on over and make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% off at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Again, this is AJ Black. This is Locked On Boston College. Thank you all for listening. And thank you if you've become a regular listener. I want to give you a, th- a heartfelt thank you personally for um, sticking with this and, and making this part of your routine because, um, you know, we're building something here and, and it gets bigger and bigger. And I see more and more people interacting with us every day. And it's, it's a great thing. So on tomorrow's show, we're going to look at the defensive line. And I might just even look at just the defensive ends. I'm getting specific here. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I, you know, we, we've got a lot of summer to cover, so I'm going to look at just the defensive ends tomorrow. And, you know, it's a it's a position that Boston College really hasn't seen a bunch of change with, but you may see some as the season goes along. And well, I'll explain that why on tomorrow's show. Now, 2021, you see Max Richardson. He's an undrafted free agent. He hands it off to the Las Vegas Raiders. Isaiah McDuffie drafted in the sixth round. John Lamott, gone. Now, Paul Theobald, he transfers out last year. Now, I mean, at the, at the end of this year, not a not, more of a, you know, a situational player, probably special teamer, not someone who played a whole lot last year. Not a big deal. Now, when you look at this linebacking group, Jeff Halfley really changed it um, to, to make it look a little different than what we're going to see. And I'll explain why. First of all, the first thing he does this offseason is he goes out and he recruits Isaiah Graham Mobley. Isaiah Graham Mobley is coming from Temple. He is a very big um, playmaker out there. The big knock, though, with Graham Mobley is injury. He's been hurt every year he's played. So he's got an injury mark next to him, and I think that's something worth noting because, you know, football's a violent game, but some guys just – it's, it's hard to get back out there. So he's been hurt, um, but I think, you know, what he could bring is is a lot to this linebacking group. He's fast. He's explosive. He's going to give you what you got out of, I would say, more like Isaiah McDuffie um, out there at linebacker. And hopefully he can stay healthy because if he does, this could be a big year for him. Now, the spot next to him is going to be the biggest question. And right now, it looks like it's going to be Cam Arnold, and that's that's an interesting spot for him to be in because Cam Arnold, as we've said before on the podcast, came in as a safety out of Ohio. He was a uh, he played safety last year for BC. He um, you know he got a lot of game time at them, but you know with the depth that BC has at safety, I think Halfley went up to him and said, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in coming to linebacker?" And Arnold said, "Absolutely." 
and jumped at the uh, at the opportunity. So I like that. I think it's a great idea. I, I'm a big you know position changer. If if there's a spot and Cam Arnold should be out there because he showed last year he can be a ACC player. Now you get a guy with safety speed playing at linebacker next to another guy with explosive speed. You got some quicker linebackers, and I'm excited to see what they can do now that they have that speed. Um, the depth will be there too. Um, Vinny De Palma, from all uh, reports, will be back, um, and Joe Sparacio, uh, he should also be back along with Hugh Davis at linebacker. So you have those three veterans um, that are all scheduled to come back, and you never know. You know things could change over the summer. One of them might hit the transfer portal. We don't. I don't know, but that's where they're at right now. But on top of that, you add in freshman Bryce Steele, and I think that's an exciting um, addition as well. Because again, you you keep what what do you keep hearing me say when I talk about these linebackers? Speed. They're going for speed. They're going for speed. And so there's a lot of these guys. You know, you're not getting the traditional thumpers now. BC will get thumpers. They have Owen McGowan from from Massachusetts. He's more of a thumper. He's not a speed linebacker. But you need those. You need those downhill guys. But Halfley puts an emphasis on the speedier ones. So he's getting Bryce Steele, who was a safety in high school, moving him to linebacker. So again, you're getting a guy that can speed and get faster. Why do you need to get faster? To fix the issues that Boston College had last year against mobile quarterbacks, right? You know, you know, BC lost so many games because they could not keep up with mobile quarterbacks. And now they have the linebackers to do it. So that gives you a better feel about the staff. I mean, the, the, the personnel that they have at that position. Now, I didn't do it yesterday, but I was thinking about it after the show. I was like, I want to add a little piece to each of my positional previews. And what I'm going to do for each position is give you a, a area of concern, an area of strength, and a positional um, preview, kind of a, a um, prediction, if you will, of what's going to happen with the linebackers in 2021. So strength, I said I said right off the bat, they're speedier. They're going to have much more speed. They're going to be able to move around. They're going to be able to do more things. Jeff Halfley's talked about that you know his defense is going to be less vanilla than it was last year. So I think the defense and getting linebackers that can move and do a bunch of different things will give Halfley more options to be more explosive on defense. I think that'll be a big thing. Area of concern, I, I think there's a bunch of question marks. I don't know. You know, Cam Arnold's great. I like to see him play, but I don't know what he's going to do at court, at linebacker. It's it's a new position for him. He's you know, he, is he going to be as established as Max Richardson? No. So it's fair to say he could make mistakes. Isaiah Graham Mobley is a big question mark too. You know, you don't want to question his health, but he's been hurt, so it's a qu- fair question to ask. So you don't have a like a rock star at that position. And that, that leads to question marks. You don't know what's going to happen. So I think that's fair to say that that will be the biggest area of concern. Now, my my prediction for the linebackers, I think they will be better against the running quarterbacks this year. I think you'll see that. However, I think you'll see them make more mistakes than you saw Richardson and McDuffie make. So you'll see them make better plays. They'll be able to get in and make bigger plays than maybe Richardson and McDuffie did. But... You may see a guy miss an assignment. You may see a guy make a mistake here and there because they're both younger. You know, my Isaiah Graham Mobley's new and Cam Arnold is young. So I get the, you know, as, as field generals and guys that have to do a whole bunch of things on the field, 
I, I have this sneaking suspicion they'll probably make a few more mistakes than we're used to. So that's my prediction on the linebacker. Tomorrow we'll do defensive ends. If you have any thoughts, hit me up on Twitter, at LockedOnBC. Again, if you like us, give us a five-star review on Apple and share this with your family and friends. I see more and more people listening, and um, I hope you enjoy it because I enjoy giving it to you. I enjoy doing this podcast. This is episode, like, 140 for us. I've done 140 episodes on Boston College, which some people are, like, crazy. That How could be? How could someone talk about Boston College? Well, I'm passionate about it. I know there's not a lot out there, so I want to be that for you. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow for Friday's show. And if you haven't already listened to it, I did a podcast. Um, I'm I'm a co-host on Locked on ACC. It dropped today. You can hear me talk about Virginia and UNC, two schools that I don't usually cover, but I I gave you my perspective with Candace Cooper, who's the host of the show. Um, I'm on every Thursday, so this week it was to talk about that. Now, next week, I, we're going to talk Atlantic, and they won't let me talk about BC. I have to pick another school to talk about. So um, actually, Candace is going to assign it to me. So I got my fingers crossed uh, for Syracuse. I can be really honest about them, but we'll, you'll have to listen to hear who I get. So Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. I hope the weather's good wherever you are. Um, And take care, and we'll see you all again soon. Bye, everyone.